Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey there, everyone. We are live with another live recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy. I'm your host, and I'm also the founder of Array Digital. We exist to help law firms fill their pipelines utilizing digital marketing. Today, I have an awesome guest who was referred by another awesome guest that we had on recently, Andrew Lacey out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Glad to be here, Kevin. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, excited to hear your story, your journey, learn more about your firm, what you're doing to market, what you're doing to get out, get out there in front of potential customers, and hopefully uh, getting some good tips for others as they're tuning in, other attorneys looking to find their way and improve their firms. Anything you can share, we're looking forward to it. So first off, everyone, if you're listening, you want to learn more about Andrew as we're chatting with him. Uh, his website's down below. If you're on video, YouTube, if you're watching this live on Facebook or, or LinkedIn, uh, employment-labor-law.com. That's employment-labor-law.com. And if you're listening on the podcast, on any platform, go check that out and learn more about him. And uh, Andrew, so we can learn more about you. If you would, please share, you know, your story, your journey, how you became an attorney, why you became an attorney, and uh, what you now focus on as a practice. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. Uh, so my journey, I think, is kind of atypical. Like, I never really was an academic growing up. I didn't really like school very much. Played sports. I played three sports in high school. And I just assumed I was going to go to college, get a Division One scholarship, and that would be that. And, you know, I didn't think I was going to make the NFL, but you know, I thought I'd get a free education and figure it out. But then six months before my senior year of high school, I tore my ACL and it mm. takes six months to recover from that. So what I tried to do, which was stupid, was play with my ACL torn and still, you know, keep my scholarships and keep that going. But what I found out is, is that you can't do a very good job of playing football with a torn ACL unless you're Heinz Ward. So all the, the big colleges <laughs> stopped looking at me and I went to a small Division three college outside of Pittsburgh. That point, I had to figure out, well, what am I going to do next? I'm having fun in college. Uh, this whole studying thing isn't that bad. And a, a professor approached me and said, you know, why don't you think about law school? Uh, so I ended up taking the LSAT, did decent enough and got into Cornell Law uh, with my friends, Mahek um, and Neil. And then after that, passed the bar and started practice at a large law firm, Reed Smith, and then also did a federal clerkship in between. So that's sort of my path to starting my firm. Uh, I'm about six years out of law school, and I started directly from working at a big law firm with no book of business, no contacts, and switching a practice area. So those are all the, the challenges. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's really cool to hear everyone's story and where they wanted to go versus where they ended up and then kind of find them themselves typically coming into a firm doing something, uh, not necessarily what they chose, and then kind of finding their way to where they where they feel they fit best, where they give back the most. So uh, so really cool. You know, so what's, what would you say your specialty is that makes you different with your firm? Right now, we're focusing a lot on high-profile police cases. Um, we're really trying to change the culture of police departments in Pennsylvania. And we're just bringing racial discrimination lawsuits on behalf of Black officers. As we know, there hasn't been a ton of success with citizens 
suing police officers. But the hope is, is that if we hold these offices accountable and at least create, you know, diversity within the department, that things will start to change for citizens because the police forces will be more diverse. So working on some cases right now, I had one in the media recently. That's really the the specialty. Other than that, we, okay. we do all types of employment law, discrimination, harassment, even some wage and hour stuff. But that's what we're kind of niching down to right now. Excellent. I love I love the focus, the way you have a niche and, and that you specialize in. It's, it's good to hear. I hear that over and over again, that uh, whether it's immigration or divorce or whatever it may be, that people, uh, firms are, a lot of the newer firms, at least, they're, they're, they're way more focused and have a niche or, you know, like a divorce firm I talked to, like they only help women. Like that's just their deal. So it's really cool to kind of see the niches that are, that are happening and, and people really focusing and saying, hey, if you have this type of case, we are the best at it. And that's a lot stronger than, yeah, we can help you with that, you know, <laughs> or, or anything else, you know, under the sun. <laughs> you know, like the, the days of the general practitioner are kind of falling away. So we're like, oh, I can help you with a will or your estate planning or uh, contracts for your business. Sure, I can do all that stuff. So it's, you can't really be good at all those things. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, really cool. To, so based on your niche, your, you know, how specific you are, you know, what are you doing other than referrals? What are you doing that's working well to, to get clients? So the police cases are really the, my only source of referrals. I mean, I have a couple other referral attorneys out in Philadelphia. They've been really nice, and they sent me uh, some employment cases, general employment cases. These are workers' comp attorneys, and they didn't have to do this. They just did it because they wanted to, you know, see a young guy get a start and not starve. With the police cases, I mean, that one hit the media. So I have officers, like every officer in the PA State Police knows my name and who I am, which is a good or and a bad thing because I can't drive <laughs> to the middle of Pennsylvania right now without yeah, worrying about getting your house. over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not their, uh, I'm not their best friend right now. So, you know, the cases are coming that way, but really like I drive probably 98% of my business through online internet marketing, particularly search engine optimization. That's how I get my cases. I love it. You're preaching to the choir. So, <laughs> you know, that's what we do. Um, but yeah, I love to hear that. And, and I think it's, it's good to hear that you're doing that honestly, because you know, most firms, if I ask them that question, they pretty much just push it back to referrals. That's all we got. And that's all they do. And they do some SEO. They might do some stuff. They have a website. You know, it's hard to find ones that really believe that, you know, Google can be just as good or better of a referral source that you can control a little bit more than just waiting for the phone to ring and hopefully someone referred you. So uh, that's awesome that you're doing that and investing in that. So uh, what are some of the things that you've done? Are you doing this in-house? You're using an agency? Like what what's worked well for you in the SEO space? So it's interesting. When I was at the the big law firm, I was doing defense side complex products liability, and I wanted to switch to employment. I had an interest, but the real, I guess, impetus for the switch was that I looked at the market in Pennsylvania, and I saw Pittsburgh, and I saw Philadelphia, mm. and Philadelphia is competitive. So I'm like, okay, you know, it might take a, a little while to get to number two or three in Google Maps in Philadelphia. <laughs> then I looked at yeah. Pittsburgh. And there wasn't very many firms. You could tell when a firm invests in SEO if you've mm -hmm. been reading about it and learning about it. And it's, it's very obvious. And from my perspective, there wasn't a lot of firms investing in it. So I said, you know what? Why don't I throw up a physical office in Pittsburgh? You know, I'll keep that for Google local, Google search purposes. Learn all about SEO myself and then see what happens. And four months, five months after I started my law firm, I'm at the top of the Google three pack. And from there, I'm getting eight calls a day. <laughs> I love it, man. That's so awesome. See, I told you in the beginning that you're going to be the best guest we had and we didn't believe it. And so no, a hundred percent. So, you know, 
it's you saw opportunity. And so when we're talking to, so we do digital marketing for law firms, we, we do exactly what you're talking about um, for the ones that just don't have a clue or they don't, they need the help or they're busy, you know, billing instead of worrying about that stuff. And you, you just got to look at the inventory. You got to look at the opportunity. You got to look at the competitors, where are the holes you can find, where you can you can slide in. Now, if you're an established firm in an area that's been there, but never invested and you're not moving, then you got to, you got to do some work to figure out how can you start to compete in that space uh, when a lot of firms may have already have spent a lot of energy and money into it. So, uh, so but for you, you're like, okay, I see opportunity over there. I'm going to put up an office over there and, and get me a, a map listing, Google my business and start to work. And that three pack is huge. It gets right. a ton, like three, it's, it's down to like 3% of people click on the ads, which we do do as a service. So I'm not trying to beat up on our service, but if I can pick anywhere I want to be, it's the three pack and organic every single time. The ads I feel are something you do once you've accomplished those other things, the ads, yeah, go ahead and spend as much as you want. But at that point, you're already crushing everywhere else. So, so kudos to you on that. So what are some of, so as far as like the content on your site, the con, you know, constant, you know, how much content you put out, what is, what is something that you've seen that's worked well? Is there, um, are you putting out content on a regular basis? Is it something you kind of, you put a lot of inf energy into one time and you're still reaping the rewards? What's kind of been the process for that? Yeah, in my view, I think that a great piece of content is worth 10 pieces of mediocre content. It just is. And <laughs> I mean, people will, you know, I, I've heard people say you need to blog every so often to, so Google keeps recrawling your site. And I think that's true to an extent. But it depends on how competitive of, of a space you're playing, right? If you're, if you're PI in Philly, you better blog every week and your, your <laughs> blog better be great every week because you're PI Philly. And that's the most, you know, probably the best venue for personal injury in the country or up there, right? For me in employment, well, it's not like that. Like I will put out a great piece of content every month with perfect on-page LSI. You know, my score of LSI will be run through SEO Surfer and I'll have all my LSI yep. and keyword densities. And I find that even without backlinks to that page, I'm ranking. I'm ranking a lot of my blog articles, one to three. And this is national organic. So that it just works in my space. And then, you know, sometimes I'll put out a piece that's it doesn't take a long time. Maybe I'll hire a writer. And that's just purely for freshness purposes. It's not necessarily like I'm trying to rank that piece. And a lot of my practice area pages, like I've made an effort to rank some of them. Like I ranked FMLA, PA, which is like a high volume term with, you know, a decent value. So I guess the long, I don't know quite where we started. I guess I got on a tangent. But I, well, guess. Yeah, yeah, just, I was just really asking, you know, how often you feel you need to put content out. Right. I guess I'll give uh, you an in answer. Space. Yeah. In my space, I'd say, I'd say once a month, but then with the caveat that it has to be great. And this is my particular practice area, my particular situation. And yeah. also that Google My Business <laughs> content is probably more important because you want to be doing that more regularly to keep your place in the three pack because everyone's going to try to climb up there and people are going to, you know, you have to play defense too. Yeah, hundred percent. And so anyone listening, young attorneys or, or people that have firms forever that have invested, you know, I think the cool thing here that Andrew has done, well, one of the things that he has done, which is a little bit different is he's took the time to learn SEO and understand it uh, and using tools to his advantage as well. So, you know, we, we talked to some attorneys, they're like, oh, you know, we're just, we kind of do our own SEO in-house or whatever. And there, there might be prospects of ours. And then we say, well, you know, your SEO is not good. And we, obviously that's our job is to say, hey, here's where you're at. Here's where we can take you. Are you interested? Whatever. And I think a lot of attorneys are like, well, we write content all the time. We put articles out and they just write for what they want to write to with no real plan or strategy content calendar or nothing like that. And then of course they don't know what to write and how to write it. That's going to help them rank well. 
you know, it's, it's them putting pen to paper, but it's not usually helpful at all to them in search results. So I think what you've done though, you understand SEO, you're purposely writing that content and you're tracking that it's actually paying off. So I think that's the right way to do it. If you were out there and you want to do your own content and SEO, take the time to learn it and understand it because there's a lot of cool tools out there. If you have the time to do it or you're just starting out, I think that's huge. So uh, yeah, kudos to you on that. But And Kevin, I, I just wanted to, if it's okay, I know you're asking the question. No, go ahead. Yeah. I guess I want to plug, you know, agencies like you for a little bit. It took a lot of time, right? <laughs> like, I don't want it to seem like, you know, you can go out tomorrow, read a book and learn SEO in a day. That's not how it works. I mean, I probably poured over hundreds of hours of internet forums <laughs> of, you know, reading you got a hotel. Yeah. And, you know, like, and I was doing that at night while working in Big Law. So, you know, I would always recommend that someone is converted person like you should know backlinks on page off page like some of the basic terms maybe like know what some of the you know arefs or some of the other tools are but there is a value in delegating and my ultimate plan is not to be an seo agency <laughs> I, I want to delegate this once the cash flow justifies it and you know take it to the next level no i appreciate that and honestly you know for me i'm i, I push and whatever everyone wants to do if they want to do it themselves i'll tell them or help them if they feel like they're they want to off you know have an agency do it, hopefully they're, we're the right fit. We can help them. Sometimes it's a collaborative a collaborative effort. They might have someone in house that's helping a marketing person. And we work with them. So it's for me, it's whatever. If attorneys are listening right now, whatever you feel is going to work for you. But yeah, it does take a lot. My you know my team is constantly reading, getting up to speed, posting all new articles every single day. Google updates are coming out all the time. We're trying to figure out what that means. How do we adjust for it? So it's a lot of work that goes into it for sure. And, but you know, I do believe too, there's also those folks that just start out that I don't recommend they go spend thousands of dollars a month if, you know, if they want to try to do it themselves to get started, go make your own website in Wix, go make, do whatever you have to do to get started. But you know, once you're getting to a point where you're making money, then yeah, you need to You'd be building hours and, and working with your clients. So, so totally agree. And I think I appreciate that. And then one of the other things you mentioned too, is it depends on the competition. And some people are like, well, we want to rank for this and this or that. And <laughs> how much copy do we write? What do we write? How many backlinks do we need? Well, you know, one keyword phrase might be very competitive. And we say, hey, we, we're going to have to spend months and write tons of copy, you know, 3000 words, 10,000 words, who knows, right? Or this other price area, low-hanging fruit, it's got good search volume and low competition. We could do a, a shorter article with, with backlink and we could probably get you ranked at the top. So it's it's really about evaluating and, and under, understanding that too and, and how competitive is your space. And I think some people are like, well, we want to be, we want to rank number one and their budget's like a thousand, two thousand a month <laughs> to pay an agency. You know, it's just not going to happen. It depends. Now, you could have some other like very niche practice area where it's no problem. That's easy, you know? So you gotta have the right expectations when you're going into talking to a SEO firm or if you're trying to do it yourself. I appreciate the conversation, Andrew, on uh, SEO. Cool. So what is anything that you've done? I like how you mentioned to GMB, how important that is, the post to it, questions and answers, all that kind of stuff. What are some of the things that you've done that you feel like were a flop maybe that didn't work for you? Social media for me. And look, I, I love tech. Like this is what I, I love. And I grew up on it and I would be probably some type of computer person if I if I didn't do what I do right I don't like I social like, media my camera's blurry so I wish you were a computer expert <laughs> yeah, right now yeah I just work. yeah I just I just don't like social media that much I know it's something I need to do and force myself to do but it was my early posts to Instagram and stuff were really forced <laughs> and I didn't really get much traction from it and my heart wasn't into it because all I wanted to be doing
doing was writing content and getting backlinks at the time. <laughs> and now I'm busy. I'm, I have more cases than I can handle. So like I haven't turned back to that, but that's a 2022 goal. Just yeah. make that weakness my strength because it's important. Everyone knows it. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I think there's a priority. So what we're, uh, interestingly enough, me and my partner, we were working on a book together, but it's really about our process as an agency, our company. And what we believe strongly is the right progression of marketing for any law firm. Meaning if you started today as a new firm, what's the, you know, the one thing I would do first recommended wise for marketing. And then what's the next thing that I would recommend? And this is, if it was my money, my time, what would you do? What makes the most sense? And we're trying to, you know, we're, we're kind of fleshing out this whole process and, and social media is a little further down. It's not the first thing that I would recommend. You need a website. If you don't have a website, you know, SEO doesn't exist. Nothing, you know, you can't really do anything without it. So that's the first thing we need to do. But I feel like there's a progression. And I think if you can secure local organic website, local organic, and then organic, those the, that's the first things I would do before I would think about advertising, before I would think about social media or anything like that. So I agree with you. You already nailed the first couple things that I would recommend. And so when the time's right, you want to do social media, then that makes more sense. So there's some pretty cool stuff going out there with social media. Like some attorneys are doing like TikTok and all kinds of stuff. And yeah, they're getting tons of views and all this stuff. Are they getting clients out of it? I'm not sure. But, and it's hard to control. Like you can't go on TikTok. And then if you only work in one state or one area, you can't really control, you know, who sees the content and if it's even going to benefit you. So, so yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think social media is important, but it's not the number one thing on the list. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> you just do TikTok videos on uh, SEO for law firms that telling them what to do. So. No one would watch this. Probably not. Uh, maybe not. It'd be Much you good. and me. I think there's like me and my business partner we were just talking a minute ago. Uh, there's one called Law by Mike or, or yeah. something like that on Instagram. He worked at my law firm, actually. We left it around the same time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he was at Reed Smith in California. Okay, cool. So, I mean, some people, yeah, some people, do, but I think you said another thing, like your heart wasn't into it. You were you were kind of wrapped up with something different. And I think with social media, you have to be all in, ready to go, ready to shoot videos every day, ready to pump out tons of content and, and have fun with it, or it's not really going to work. You know, you can't just do a post a week and, and expect any results. So I think you agree. So good, good on the SEO stuff, man. That's, that's just really awesome. So as you got that kind of dialed in, you got some plans for 2022, you know, what are, what are some of your goals next year? And then, you know, what do you see happen in the next five years? Like what's, what's the plan? Bring on more attorneys, associates. What's the future hold? Yeah. I mean, next year, I want to make a push into Philadelphia and start laying that groundwork to rank there. And I think that based on, you know, my observations, it might be doable, especially now that my website has some age, has some authority. Yeah. It's not coming as a fresh website. So I'd like to make a push there and also New Jersey, which has really high damages for my type of law. Cases there are much more valuable than Pennsylvania. So those are the, the two goals at some point next year, I want to establish a physical offices. Love to hire another attorney next year. I have a full-time employee now. She's been fantastic. We geek out together. She built my case management system from scratch using oh, like cool. Zapier and like Airtable. And she's like knows relational databases and SQL. She's on a different wavelength as far as that goes. Incredibly smart. But looking to add that other attorney, handle some of the cases, take myself out of some of the day-to-day -day law stuff and really only handle the big picture, depositions, trial, summary judgment type stuff. But that's the dream. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm sure you'll get there. It sounds like you're on your way. And I like how you were like, Philadelphia next, and I think I can rank there. So basically, most attorneys or firms would go, okay, we're going to open an office there. We got to find space. And they, they're thinking about the wrong, you know, just how they're going to infiltrate 
the area based on getting a physical space there and probably going and shaking hands all day and trying to drive up business that way versus you're like, how can I rank? How can I rank in front of you? Like, that's going to take care of the rest, you, you know? So yeah, yeah you, can go, you can get an office suite somewhere with no one probably even there, get an address, go to Google, get your new listing set up and go to work. Yeah, I like that a lot better. For New Jersey, do you have, so the cases you try, they're state by state, right? Right. So I got to work on reciprocity with New Jersey. There's okay. a lot of paperwork I haven't gotten to yet. And I have a big trial. This is the hard part about being an owner and a lawyer <laughs> and a business person and an SEO person. An SEO expert. I have a two-week jury trial in February that I've been putting a lot of time into. So that's slowing down some of the growth. I think I would have already been in Philadelphia by now if I didn't have this this trial. But I owe it to my client to give it the attention it needs. And I have yeah. to do that. That's why I need, hopefully, the cash flow to be there starting to come, get some help to take some pressure off uh, so I can do other things. That's awesome, man. It's amazing what you've done so far. And kudos for some of the marketing things you've been able to accomplish and, and SEO. And SEO is not, it's not easy. And uh, that you're running your firm and doing that too, it's that's pretty cool to see. So uh, I really appreciate you sharing all that with us. And hopefully others can learn a lot from that, especially if they're starting out, uh, how important some of this stuff can be, especially your online presence. I don't care what practice area you're in, it can be beneficial. Even if you're getting referrals and they get to look for you and do research on you, you want to come up, you want to have good reviews, you want to have a website that's, you know, represents you well. So I think it's all, all good tips for everyone listening. And uh, and if you can't do it yourselves, you know, give us a call. <laughs> that's right. Um, well, I don't want to waste up too much time because I know you're busy. Everyone, if you're, I see, look at my camera. What's up with this? It keeps blurring out on me. Let's see. I have to get some IT people in here. <laughs> if you're watching or listening, you can go check out Andrew, learn more about him. Check out his website. I mean, he's ranking. He's driving traffic. Employment under, uh, employment-labor-law.com. If you're listening on our podcast, if you're watching, I'm sorry. My camera uh, keeps auto. I got the most expensive camera and it's, it's not good enough, I guess. I'm going to go back to my cheap one. Um. <laughs> It keeps blowing out of me. But and then Andrew, what's another way people could reach out and, and connect with you personally, whether it's through a social media platform or email, whatever you prefer? What what's the best way they can reach out? You can Google Employment Lawyers Pittsburgh. I'll come up number two. And then you can call me or you know, text me, text that number, however you want to do it. Okay. Excellent. So yeah, reach out to Andrew. I'm sure he's uh, got a little bit of time to spend with you. And if you got any questions, other than, you know, another attorney wants to reach out to him, ask him how he's doing his SEO, I would recommend that. Andrew, this episode will be up soon on our website. It's arraylaw.com forward slash podcast. It'll also be up on our YouTube. This will be pushed out live soon on LinkedIn, Facebook, and also, of course, on our podcast platform. So stay tuned to that. We'll have more from Andrew coming out all over our social media as soon as we get that edited. So look out for that. And of course, as always, if you need any help marketing, talking about SEO, even if it's just questions, you know, if you need to be referred to someone that, you know, is a one-off web developer or what's the easy, cheapest way to start, I'm happy to help you out. So just reach out to me, ArrayLaw.com or Kevin Daisy on any platform. I don't have any fancy names on my, uh, my handles. It's just Kevin Daisy. So that's it. Andrew, anything else you want to share? before we go no that's it I, I would say that seo can be great and it can be a lot of fun just dig in uh, we're all really smart people when we put our mind to it it's not that hard there's no coding involved learn the basics and then work with someone great to take you over the edge or 
do it yourself. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, exactly. You, you attorneys are smart, smarter than me. I'm not an attorney, but uh, it, it's just learning it. And if you want to learn it, go learn it and understand it. Even if you use an agency later, it's better for you to understand it than to have someone show you metrics that don't matter. Like you don't understand what they're doing. So take the time to, to learn it, understand SEO at least. And if you're working with an agency, they should help. They should be educating you too. Like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. Here's the results. And you should be on the, you should be able to know what's good, what's bad and what's, you know, what's working. So Andrew, thanks so much, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, good talking to you. Stay on with me. We'll talk afterwards. Everyone else, Andrew, we'll see you later.